You're listening to the Morning Sports Desk. We got Corey coming in to join us. Good morning. Morning. How's it How's it going? Have you had any snow troubles this week? Me and Dan were talking about our issues here. I mean, yeah. Like, I, I walked to work yesterday. Getting your steps in, at least. And I did get, I actually did get my steps in. Uh, that is true. Um, you know, nothing like major, nothing major. The problem we have is that, like, I, we don't have a ton of stuff that we have to shovel. Um, but we, we have to shovel it. Like, I, we don't have a snowblower. Um, we have an alley access and the alley is just a problem anytime it even thinks about snowing. And sometimes it gets plowed. Sometimes it doesn't. It just seems like it's, it's, um, it's, if it does get plowed, it's the very, very last thing to get plowed. Like, I have no doubt that it won't get plowed, but it, it's probably not going to be until Friday. <laughs> so it's just that part's an issue. Um, I was worried last night that we were going to run into because of the alley what you ran into this morning in that I knew we didn't get much snow after, you know, noon or whatever yesterday. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I think the wind's probably going to keep howling. So last night, you know, we shoveled out a little bit more in the driveway and I pulled the cars out and around. And I hate parking outside. I just really dislike it. It's even in an uninsulated garage, it's like 20 degrees warmer in there. And so anyway, I'd pulled the cars around and I haven't even looked at the alley. My assumption is that it's a, it's a complete disaster back there. Um, so we haven't had anything like major. We're just totally reliant, uh, on some goodwill from our neighbors to like make the extra. 50 foot walk across our boulevard with their snowblower. You know what I mean? It's like that sort of thing. And, and you hate asking people, but also how often <laughs> I also think about like how often are we really able to use a snowblower? Yeah. In town, it doesn't happen very often. So if you have one, they're expensive. Sometimes it's nice to justify the purchase mm-hmm. and like, yeah, I'll go up and down the entire block if I have to. So we're very lucky to have some very nice neighbors who are able to help us out and, and clear a path and, and do whatever. Not, not stuck in snow trouble, but just we got a foot of snow and, you know, a, a nor'easter comes ripping through. <laughs> An Alberta clipper came f- uh, funneling through at the same time. I uh, it sucks. I just I'm I'm over it I'll, badly. I'm over it badly. If this is one of those weird like late winter snowstorms where like you you know like January you get a snowstorm like we kind of got around the new year and it's like that stinks but it's like it's January it's par for the course this time of year it's really cold it's par for the course. It's a negative 16 degrees in downtown Wadena in February 23rd. Yeah. And we just got a foot of snow over the last three days. It's These are the ones that break your back for the winter. They break any kind of resolve yep. you have. You're like, I'm over everything. Like, I'm just over winter at this point. And now, like, in September, when we look back on it, we're going to be like, oh, yeah, and remember we got that one in February? And people are going to be like, get over yourselves. Mm-hmm. It was February. Of course you had a winter storm in February in Minnesota. Get over yourselves. But it's like the thing about February 
is it's so short and I can hear March in the background. Yeah. I can hear it. And March means different things in my brain. So I just like emotionally have moved on incorrectly by mind you, <laughs> but I've emotionally moved on to a different sort of lifestyle and it's beaten me down. I did not like this at all. No, it's, it's got, it's going to get a little bit better, I think, over the next week or so, but you know, it's still, still not fun here in the moment, but it makes you want to be, uh, maybe in Florida right now where the twins should be having their spring training. I'm sorry, who? <laughs> exactly. The, the, uh, the Minnesota twins, your, uh, professional baseball team. It's, uh, the baseball. little logo that's right above your microphone. That, oh. No, yeah, that seems, it does look familiar. I don't know. I mean, you can't watch it on TV, so I mean. I mean, I can't, wa- I haven't been able to watch them for a while, and it seems like, you know, they only played, like, you know, they don't play a ton of games really ever anyway, right? Like, they only played 60 games like two years ago, and. Yeah, they might as well just do it again. You know, does anybody, do, you know what? I will say this. I will say this about, um, about Major League Baseball is a very, very good job by the owners in all of this um, in committing to locking out their players and pinning the blame on this lockout solely on them. They've done a really good job of that. Like, their commitment to that line of thinking is... I mean, they've been, they've been spot on from the beginning. They're like, they've been saying for a long time, we are going to lock you out. Like, this is going to happen. And then the second it happened, they're like, you players, man, just don't, you must just not want to play. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and the, it's public opinion. And that's the thing is like, who wins the war of public opinion usually wins these things, which is why, for, and I, I understand the gut level argument of you see a professional athlete who, like Byron Buxton's gonna make 10, potentially 20 million dollars this year, depending on how well he plays, and the next eight years. And people look at that and say, well, how much more money does Byron Buxton need? And you're right. He doesn't need more money. But for years, Byron Buxton was making, and I know this is gonna sound like monopoly money, $500,000. And for a, these profession, not every professional athlete is a millionaire. And when they're in the minor leagues, there's a guy posted his W-2 yeah. from the San Diego Padres organization. He made $11,000 one year as a minor league baseball player where that's a 24-7 job. I would like, I would like to point out when I started working in radio in uh, Montana, like small, very, very small town radio, uh, I was like living at the poverty line and below. With my annual salary, and it was more than double what this minor league player makes. Yeah. <laughs> I was treading about the same kind of water that you're in when I was working up in Duluth, and it's like yeah. having all that expenses and all that. But you know what I could do? I could have the luxury to, like, pick up a shift somewhere or, like, do something else if I really wanted to. These guys can't. Randy Dobnek really being hard. Randy Dobnek being an Uber driver wasn't just a cute story. He had to do that. He Correct. didn't have money. Some minor league baseball players live in their cars. Yes. Yeah. Like it's and I get you can say maybe baseball has too many minor leagues. There's you can make an argument for consolidating that, but at the same time, are they actually going to pay them more or are they just going to get rid of that extra expense as well? And that's the thing is 
you're talking, it's really hard to get behind it because it's millionaire players for the most part against billionaire owners. So like for us getting by on our every man salaries here, it's hard to feel sympathy for anybody in this situation, but I want games to be played. And I think in this situation, you really look, the players have a case. It could be argued that we don't make enough money and they even still, and they make less than us. And Major League Baseball is a different organization than Minor League Baseball. Yeah. They work congruently or whatever is the right term here, right? Like they work in, in harmony with, with each other. Obviously they have to, because otherwise, how could Miguel Sano tweak a muscle and be sent down to AAA, right? Like those things, they work together, but they're, the money's argued about what minor league baseball players are making are irrelevant to this major league baseball. Minor league players are in Florida and Arizona right now practicing and getting ready for their seasons. Yeah. Major league players are not. They're the ones who are being locked out. Like it's not give them more money, but they're almost not even relevant to the I think it's the point of like process. People, I think the point is people act like Byron Buxton came up in 2015 and was already making like $2 million. Right. He wasn't. They have to work really hard, and Major League Baseball holds them back until they're almost 30 years old before they can renegotiate a new contract. And I think, and that's one of the biggest labor disputes They'll here. call them up for 49 games because if they play 50, they're still... like The I Twins mean, did it with Alex Kirilov this year. They held him back for two weeks unnecessarily. So what, Jake Cave and Kyle Garlick can man left field? Right. It's... it's re- they... they um, Whatever. They're a business and everyone understands it and you have to make money in any way possible. And, um, if you're a business that makes money at the expense of your employees, you're a word I'm not allowed to, you're a jerk. You're a jerk. That's a, that is take care of your people. Yeah. And by the way, if you're listening to me right now and you own a business, take care of your people. <laughs> take care of them. That's why you're doing the business that you're doing. And, Take care of those people. And another thing with this is, I said this on, on the show yesterday, is Major League Baseball really can't afford to miss games. Because, like, t- think about it with us. Now, like, you said this before, if there's no Twins games on KWAD here in the spring, then we're, we'll do more high school sports. We'll fill, we'll fill in that gap. And, but, People just be more busy with high school sports. People who aren't busy with high school sports but love to watch sports will watch the NBA, the NHL, in their playoffs, by the way. The NFL draft will be around. Uh, Vikings will have OTAs and all that stuff with a new coach. There will be a lot of buzz around that. There's the USFL that's starting up if you, if you're into that. There's, my point is, is major, this isn't 1995. If Major League Baseball doesn't want to play games, this isn't even 2020 where there are no sports going on. Other things will go on to keep people distracted, and baseball is not going to get the same kind of, uh, they're not going to get the same kind of attention that they got when they locked out in 1995. It used to be, especially in the Midwest, in cold weather states, that baseball was the sign of spring. And I'm not saying that that still isn't the case, but there are, especially this winter, feel how cooped up like notice notice how cooped up i've said i've been feeling like and how this winter feels like it's beating me down and when it gets to the point of 
I'm ready. Like it's spring. It feels like spring. You get that first spring air day. Everyone knows what it feels like. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Guess what I will not be doing? Sitting inside watching a four hour baseball game. That's just not on the top of my list. There's so many other things that in the Midwest we have learned we can do to keep our life going. And if you're in a warm weather state, what's the difference between when things warm up in like it's already nice where they are. So like things just go on without you even noticing sometimes. And they're they're um they're only kicking themselves in the shin right now. Yeah. That's all it is. Both both sides are in that situation. It's like eventual and I think something's gonna get done. They're meeting every day here for the next week. I think there's a good chance something gets done, but I don't underestimate Major League Baseball's ability to mess things up. I'm actively rooting for things to get postponed so that way we can do more high school stuff. Although in a year where Major League Baseball can't get their act together and things are uh, likely going to start late or weirdly, Mother Nature has also decided to be the worst uh, version of herself. Yeah. And unload a winter that we haven't seen in years, it feels like. And not show any signs of a warm-up. Like, none of these fields are going to be We're not even be able to get high school baseball. <laughs> it's so stupid. All right, anyway, uh, you know, uh, spring's right around the corner and... Uh, and uh, Six more weeks of winter or something like that. You know, at least there's no snakes or whatever stupid thing we as Minnesotans say in this time of year. <laughs> at least there's no mosquitoes. Right? Yeah. You know what? It's because they're all dead and we would be too if we didn't put a jacket on. <laughs> Great. On that <laughs> so note, we don't have a bug that can kill us, but Mother Nature will wipe us off the earth just because it's chilly. <laughs> Get out of here. How is this better? <laughs> On that note, we'll see you tomorrow, Corey. Bye. All right, that was Corey, and this is the Morning Sports Desk here on KWAD. Here's the lowdown on lowering bad cholesterol from Lecvio. Lowering bad cholesterol is hard, but you could do hard. You live through five fad diets. 11 sleep training nights, 9 mediocre middle school recitals, 1 heart attack. And with Lecvio, you can lower your bad cholesterol and keep it low with two doses a year after two starter doses. Prescription Lecvio in glycerin is given by a doctor for people with known heart disease on a statin with diet who need more help lowering bad cholesterol. Common side effects were injection site reaction, joint pain, urinary tract infection, diarrhea, chest cold, pain in legs or arms, and shortness of breath. Results may vary. Learn more at Lecvio.com or call 1-833-537-8462. Ask your doctor about Lecvio. That's L-E-Q-V-I-O. Lower, longer, Lecvio.